You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Okay, so this is the end of season three announcement. We are done with Julius Caesar. Holy crap. I thought that would never be over. I never thought we would get here. It felt like a long, hard birth that definitely was breach. The cesarean <laughs> section is named after Julius Caesar. I think there's a myth about how it was the first cesarean section. He was born that way, and that's why it's called a cesarean section. But I actually don't think that that is true because his mom lived through it, and she probably would not have in the ancient world. Uh, but I think Nero was also a breach birth, and we know Agrippina lived through that. Well, that's a breach birth. That's not a cesarean section. I think she had a cesarean. Oh, really? I think so, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I think we'd have to look into that. We'd really have to research that, and... And we didn't, so fuck it. So fuck it. Listen, we're, we're done with Julius Caesar. We don't have to do any more research into his life. That's just how it goes. The funny thing is, if you listen back to our season two announcement, we said we were going to do Julius Caesar and we also said we were going to do a whole bunch of other things. And um, Jen, did we do those things? No, because one of us, and this was not me, said, hey, Jen, I'm going to go back into the Julian Claudian cesspool family tree and I'm going to do it in two episodes. And then I literally did this. Ready? <laughs> to be fair, in my defense, hold up. <laughs> in my defense, I will say that I didn't say I would do it in two episodes. I said I would do it in three episodes. I wanted to do an episode on Julius Caesar's early life, and then I wanted to do an episode about the Gallic Wars, and then I wanted to do an episode about the Stabby Stab. And it turns out that it was a really deep rabbit hole, and I could not get away with it in three episodes. Just no way. <laughs> Just forget it. Anyway, I told you from the start it would be at least five episodes, but nobody listens to me. I'm the Cassandra of this podcast. Five episodes is even not possible. Like, I don't know how people get through Julius Caesar in five episodes, unless they're five three-hour episodes. I mean, the thing is, we just found a really big arc in Julius Caesar, and in order to do him justice and the time period justice and the people around him, like, to set this incredible stage, it wound up being an entire 13-episode season. So, sorry, we didn't get to Spartacus or Boudicca or Anglesey or Fulvia or any of the things we thought we were going to cover because Julius Caesar decided to hijack our podcast and make it all about him for an entire season. What a dick. We were kidnapped by Julius Caesar for eight months. That's what happened. And much like the pirates who kidnapped Julius Caesar, he would not stop reading us bad poetry and telling us about his exploits and just going on and on about how we should read the commentaries. 
on and on in third person. Jesus, I read the commentaries a lot. Like, and it just nothing, nothing satisfied this dude. It's like, have you read this part of the commentaries? Have you read the part where I talk about the elks that fall over randomly when you cut the tree down that they're leaning on? No, go back and read that part. So yeah, that explains season three, but that doesn't explain season four. We actually have literally no idea what's going to happen next season. We're not in the future. So this is just our best guess at this point, given the information that we have. Exactly. And I think when we record these um, announcements to tell you what we're working on, it is always a hope that we will get to cover all of these things in the season. But you know as well as we do, we are not very good at keeping our stories succinct and concise. If we find a really good rabbit hole or story that we feel like we need to explode and tell you more about, we're going to do it. So at the moment, we are hip deep in getting ourselves sorted for season three. In fact, as we're sitting down, we're recording the first episode of not season three, season four. Oh my God, I went back in time again, Jenny. You just don't even know what time you're in. This is the problem with this podcast. It's like we jump forward, we jump back. Where are we? Is it Tuesday? No, this is the problem with Julius Caesar. He won't let me leave season three. Julius Caesar wants you to stay in season three. Anyway, so we're recording the first episode of season four. And Jenny, why don't you tell us what it's about? Okay, so we're doing the story of Fulvia. And Fulvia was Mark Antony's wife while he was fooling around with Cleopatra, or at least at the beginning when he was fooling around with Cleopatra. Yeah, and we alluded to her back in season two in the Ancient World Stark's Family, part four, Ducks Femina. Right, because she was also a Ducks Femina. I forgot about that. She was. And Ducks Femina, if you don't know what it means, means woman general. She led the street gangs of ancient Rome and um, she wound up summoning her own army and fighting against Octavian. And she was just a badass. One of the few women in ancient Rome during the late Republic era that we see seizing power and taking initiative on her own rather than working through men because a lot of women did who were ambitious did have to work through husbands or male relatives or something but this woman just raised her own army and did her own stuff and that's really cool and I'm really excited to tell the story I know Jen's really excited to tell the story it's going to be awesome yeah and one of the things that I really enjoyed about the story Jenny wrote the script and it's incredible thank you is that for the first time we're really getting down on the ground with the common people and we're looking at what life would have been like for just a regular person in Rome. We've dealt a lot with the stratosphere of the best men and the upper class and the elite and the power playing. And while there is that in this story, there's also the nitty gritty of the life in ancient Rome. And I just think it's fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's really an important point to make is that up until now, the stories that we've been telling are mostly the stories of the aristocracy because the aristocracy were the people who had the time and the education to write things down. So a lot of the time, that's what comes down to us. But it's really great to be able to tell somebody's story who is in touch with the streets of Rome. So you're going to get a little bit more of that. What else are we doing next season, Jen, theoretically, that gets us out of the aristocracy? Theoretically, that I haven't finished writing yet. So I am in mythology nerd heaven. I decided I wanted to tell the story of Spartacus because Spartacus is, oh, he's just so absolutely fascinating. He led an uprising against Rome and he was really kicking ass and he also had this female companion who was kind of a spin doctor who was a priestess of Dionysus. And okay, this is where the mythology nerd heaven came in because I have gone down a gigantic rabbit hole of who Dionysus was and why so many people who rebelled against Rome used Dionysus as sort of their 
patron god. So I've got a really meaty episode about the mythology of Dionysus and hopefully we may have some friends on to talk to you a little bit about Dionysus next season in addition to ourselves. That's one of the things we were talking about having more guests on and not just ghost guests this time. Not just ghost guests. This isn't just me channeling Dionysus, although you say his name enough times and there's wine involved. It could happen. I might frenzy. The channeling only started in season three, right? Like we didn't, we did Cucullin and then we did Julius Caesar. Like I don't think we channeled anybody prior to that. And I think the thing about the channeling is that it's spontaneous. We don't know who it's going to be and we don't know if it's going to be. And it's, it's kind of one of those things that you can't plan. No. So we're we're not promising that, but this is actual people whose podcasts you've probably listened to who we are hoping you'll get to hear on our podcast next season. Yeah, we're really excited about that too, but we're not going to give you spoilers. We want it to be a surprise. Absolutely not. And so the other things I'm looking at in addition to Spartacus is Thrace, which is its own people and culture. And just like Jenny did last season with the Gauls, in order to understand Spartacus, you have to understand Thrace because they were very different people from the Romans. They believed different things. Their women were treated differently. And then potentially, depending on how long the season runs, I'm going to get into Boudicca and her revolt against the Romans. But that is assuming none of these turn out to be like 10 episode arcs. We've still got Boudicca, Anglesey, the Druid's Last Stand. Um, I want to do something on the Morrigan. The Morrigan, guys. If you don't know who the Morrigan is, you are in for such a treat. So we had a, a few things that happen in Roman Britain that we wanted to cover in this season and that we might not get to in this season just because we're already counting how many episodes we've got planned out and we're realizing that's probably enough for an arc. So it might be the next season that we get into those in, but we'll see. Who else are we thinking we're going to cover this season? So I did Julius Caesar and Cleopatra in the past season and looking into Cleopatra's life and getting really excited about her. And I just thought, well, I literally cannot get through this podcast right now without doing Mark Antony and Cleopatra. So I'm going to do that. (laughs) I knew he'd be back and I knew she'd be back in a big way. Right. So there's going to be more Cleopatra and more Mark Antony barfing all over everything in sight. And it's going to be phenomenal. And just generally being a train wreck because Mark Antony is a train wreck. (laughs) Mark Antony, little spoiler here, was called the new Dionysus. It all goes back to Dionysus. Just saying. I mean, I think that's a nickname he gave himself. <laughs> and then we, we've heard you and we know how much you love a seasonal episode. So we will be having a Halloween and winter holiday themed episode this year. But we're not going to tell you what they are because spoilers. And um, mini-sodes, Jen, do we want to talk about mini-sodes? We should talk about our mini-sodes. So for as little as $2 a month, you can become a patron of ours on Patreon. And we have hit our first goal, which means we are producing one mini-sode a month when we hit our second goal we'll be producing two there's already one mini sode up there it's excellent it's the story of how pompey cleared the mediterranean of pirates in how many days jenny approximately 60 days or maybe 30 days or maybe 40 days it really depends on the source you're reading but it was in a short period of time so he kind of did like a crash diet and cleared the <laughs> the Mediterranean of pirates faster than I can probably form a new good habit. <laughs> right. It's a cool episode because it talks about piracy during the period of ancient Rome and how it worked and what parts of the Roman economy it actually fed, which is why it was allowed to continue for so long. It's actually a pretty cool episode just in terms of that. And then you get, you get some more Pompey Shark, which, yay! <laughs> I mean, nobody asked for more Pompey Shark, but you're getting more Pompey Shark. <laughs> no, literally nobody asked for more Pompey Shark. And... 
We've got some more exciting things planned. Uh, we've already recorded our second episode and we've got some ideas for what'll come next. But do you want to tell them anything or no? Um, I kind of want it to be a surprise. So join us on Patreon again for as little as $2 a month. You get all this great content and it means we're coming into your feed more than two times a month. And while we're on hiatus, you'll have something new. Yeah, and that's actually kind of a goal of ours, I think, is to have our Patreon subscribers get us at least once a week. I know that we've got some kind of ambitious goals on the Patreon where if we meet certain thresholds, we'll produce two mini-sodes a month or more mini-sodes a month. But those mini-sodes are a lot of work, so we have to tie it to the monetary threshold just to make it work for us. So, so yeah, I think that's about it. And um, Do you want to tell them when we're coming back? <laughs> we should probably tell them that. Um, so look for our new season on October. When did we say we we're coming back, Jen? The 3rd of October. Look for our new season on October 3rd. We will be back October 3rd and we'll have some brand new episodes. Can't wait to see you then. 